right, this is Stephen Gregory Smith with your Spooky Season Extra episodes. These are episodes that Matthew either probably A, wouldn't watch the movie, or B, was too busy to, and I wanted to get you lots of spooky content for your October. I'll be looking at films that uh, I recommend or I've recently seen. I know that everyone's making their spooky season lists, so I'm here to help you decide without watching the film if this is for you or maybe you want to skip it. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, here we are again, Ryan and Steven, and Matthew is still in tech, so we are manning the 31-day Fortress of Halloween. It is a big, big task, but somebody's got to do it. Was that ever a Batman comic? 31 Days of Halloween. Fortress. You said Fortress of Halloween. Oh. Or maybe a Superman. Maybe. It should be. Yeah. It probably is. Nothing's new. Okay, so today we're talking about 2022's X. Not to be confused with Twitter. Yeah, it's not. Although, I think Twitter was copying it because... When did it come out? 2022. It came out last year? Mm Mm-hmm. No. And Pearl came out soon after. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Pearl's another film we're going to be talking about with Matthew because he's seen that. Um, you made a very interesting and valid point earlier where you said Pearl. Are we going to do uh, spoilers from the, the top? Spoiler alert. If you have not seen either of these movies, go see them and then come listen to us again. And you have to watch both of them. You have to watch X and then Pearl. Um and maybe go back and watch X. Or Pearl and then X. <laughs> yeah. Either I don't know. is acceptable. I would have I think preferred to have started with Pearl. Because I did not like this movie upon first viewing. X. Yeah. Yes. Did not like X. Yeah, it was I liked it. I love all of Ty West's films. There's not one movie that he's done that I've not even Cabin Fever too. Um Oof. Yeah. Uh I never saw that because I thought really <laughs> and it's not Eli Roth's? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that was his baby. It was his baby. And the, I mean, I don't know even how many sequels to Cabin Fever there are now. I never and it watched was the remade one. again. I never watched the remake because yeah. I was, I'm such a fan of the original Cabin Fever. Anyway, so Ty West uh, doing X, I, I thought it was good when I first saw it, but watching Pearl and then watching X again, it is a completely. For me, different movie. Yeah. Um, why did I not like it upon first viewing? So we're ignoring plot description and everything. I'm just going to dive to the fact that I thought it was another... There's a trend of late, whether it's from It to The Taking of Deborah Logan or um, The Visit... There's a there's a trend of like old people are fucking scary, Ugh. and 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 then also like old people naked because that's that's a lot in Hereditary happening, and you know there's this like a weird like look old people naked it's terrifying, which I don't like. I, I think it's ageist and often skews sexist. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Ty West ever was thinking that way. I don't. But that was my I. I immediately boxed it in with that. A Midsummer does it too. Um, just just using like naked bodies that aren't fit, trim, twenty something bodies, and saying, "Isn't this terrifying? What can happen with a body?" And and full on, there's a lot of like sexuality coming from both of the older characters, 
um, which which I thought, is this the main event? Is this the scary thing? Old people fucking? Is that the, yeah. you know? And I didn't like that. Uh, I also thought it was a little unbelievable that our main villain, Pearl, at her apparently very frail condition, um, is offing all these people with such dexterity. It, it felt a little, like, unbelievable, to, to be honest. Um, that being said, once you learn her backstory, you're like, oh, no, she... It's like riding a bike to her. She She's done this a lot before. So let's dive back to the what this is kind of quickly about. Yeah, it's about uh, uh, these uh, people who are... Uh, this guy, Wayne, played by Martin Henderson, great performance... Uh, is this you know the the pornography industry is just starting to really make it on the videotape kind of things? And these people are coming out of like a titty bar. Yeah, he of. owns like yeah. a, a a burlesque bar. By you something. Yeah. yeah. Girls, girls, girls. And did you have you noticed at the beginning uh, when she when Brittany Snow walks out of the building, the the mural that's there mm-hmm. is an alligator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I didn't catch that the first time. It's it's a little foreshadowing. It is and then like when he says something about Martin Henderson dies with a pitchfork in, the in eyes, his eye. Yeah. He had said something prior to that about something about his eye getting poked out or something too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the other kills are foreshadowed like that, but um anyway, so it's these uh they're going to make a porn. They Go to this farm out in the middle of nowhere. They rent a... The fisheye shot in the van, which says plowing... What does it say? Plowing service? That's yeah. what it says yeah, yeah. on the side of the van. It's like all those t-shirts from the early aughts of, like, you yeah. know, dirty innuendo. And it happens quite a few times. Like, mm-hmm. the... And it's... I think I don't... Rec- I didn't recognize the, the comedy so much in this film. Um... Anyway, they rent the sorry. They rent the uh, shack on the this shack property. On the property, and they're going to film this porn. It's called the Farmer's Daughters, um, and uh, there's a also a camera guy and his girlfriend who's doing like the boom mic. Jenna Ortega. Yes, played by the wonderful Jenna Ortega. Um, there's also Kid 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 Cuddy. Kid Cuddy, um, who is also a producer on the film. With his real name. Brittany Snow, and of course, the Mia Goth of it all. She is, we set her up from the beginning, she has star quality. She's the girlfriend of the main producer who looks like Matthew McConaughey. Um, She goes, I'm gonna be a star. Yeah. And boy, was she right. Um, Because though she's done stuff before this, uh, I think a, a British period drama... Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I figured she was a goth girl. No, <laughs> no, no. Joking. I think she's in like Emma or something like that. But she's oh, like a, yeah, a yeah, best yeah. friend. I think something. you're right. Yeah. Um, she she's British actress, which is hard to believe because she pulls off the southern quite quite well. Um, but uh, she does have a star quality that she has, I think, exploded like exponentially in the past two years. Absolutely. Um, I think Ty West really, when, because the, the, the films were filmed back to back. So Pearl he had this, and X. And X. And yeah. he had this idea in his head. And for him to even cast her and trust her with his vision. Well, she's his muse, he has said. Yeah. I mean, come on. They found each other. They worked on the script together. 
um, they she had complete. If you watch this, is all in the special features. She had complete control over like character choices, even like stuff of in the house and whatever. Like it was an immersive thing. So when you see X, you see the house that is in disrepair over many years. When you see Pearl, it's the house in its heyday. And they did this film back to back. So the turnaround is incredible what they did. Well, I wonder if they filmed if they filmed them back to back. I don't know. Probably like they filmed one movie and then the other. But what I mean, couldn't they have kind of done a little bit of both? Throughout? I think they did when possible. Um, but it was it was. And sometimes they would wrap an X scene and do a Pearl scene. Right. Um, so it's almost like they were in rep uh, doing a mo- and just making the, two movies. Just the difference in in uh, camera work and, and what choices are made, the fisheye between the two films. Between the two films, I mean t- it, that property in Pearl looks amazing. It does not look. It looks like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which isn't done on purpose. In X, it does. In X, yeah. yeah. And then the fisheye that they use when they're driving the van. is Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw, 100%. It gives off very strong Texas Chainsaw vibes. Well, that whole 70s era, we were talking about this earlier, where, you know, horror done by these independent guys knew that they could do horror and, like, break out. And But to the general populace, it was thought of as pornography squalor in a way. Yeah. yeah seedy as you said mm-hmm. um and that's what i love about this movie is that it's so sex positive mm-hmm. and it's so like we've made these choices and we're not ashamed of it this is bending the trope of the genre where the final girl is usually the most virginal it should have been ortega should have been jenna ortega flips that on you mia goth's character uh, maxine is not only the final girl, but rewarded yeah, for I mean, her sexuality. Snorting coke in the, coke in the first scene, snort, snorting coke in the last scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, um, she is, it, so it, it, it defies a lot of, and it took me a second watching to kind of get that out of it. Because I was so focused on the, what, are, what story are we trying to tell with this old woman killer? Um, but then, upon watching Pearl... I understood the old woman killer as Pearl, and I got her backstory, and it makes it all the richer. And the, the young and the old and how we feel about age, and, and not in a negative way. You so, know? so we talked about this earlier. There's a lot of things that could be construed as like sexual advances from Pearl to, to Maxine, Maxine, like touching her skin, trying to like get close to her, and... I know that uh, the husband at one point says something like, I know she's your type, but I don't think it's so much sexual as it, it, even though Pearl, older Pearl, is very sexual, still wants her husband to have sex with her. He's afraid to because he's going to have a heart attack if he does. And she, it's a kind of a heartbreaking, sad uh, scene in this conversation in which Maxine is hiding under the bed and then they do fuck and she's under the bed. That's a little woof um but but i don't think when he says she's your type i think that she sees quite literally her her, young, t- her younger self absolutely without a doubt and w- craves her skin not that she's going to peel it off but like wants to be how she was almost like she wants to suck the life blood out of her so she can have it back or deny someone else from doing what she was never allowed to do absolutely um yeah. but you you can't 
and you can't talk about X. If you, if you and I had never seen Pearl and we're sitting here talking about X, it's a completely different conversation. Completely different conversation. Because we wouldn't have said that. We would have said the, the creepy old lady is trying to get and in Maxine's pants. Absolutely. And it, it's, it makes and that's it, what I took it as. So that's why I didn't yeah, like it. And it makes it so much richer knowing that these were this was this was thought through from beginning to end. Why they released X first, I don't know, but I kinda fucking love it. I think it builds a mystique, kind of. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And you're like, oh well, did you see Pearl? Oh, you have to see Pearl. And if, if we haven't mentioned it or you did not know, Mia Goth is playing both Maxine and the character of Pearl, the older woman. She had like eight hours in the makeup chair to become her, and so she's literally looking at her younger self. Um, and the first time I saw saw it, I, I had no idea. I didn't know either. I no didn't idea. Know either. No. And this time I was like, oh, it's her. And like, I don't know. It just. It makes it a, a richer experience. You have to go back and watch X after watching Pearl, or watch Pearl first, and, and then X. I don't want to spoil the Pearl episode when we do it, yeah. but I noticed on this rewatch of X that when she has her first kill in front of headlights, which I thought that was kind of a brilliant touch, the headlights get covered with blood, and then she's just in this in red, red light yeah. and starts doing this dance. It is the same choreography from, from her audition yep, in Pearl. Exact same. And uh, and she's wearing red mm -hmm. in that, and then she looks like she's in red. Oh, it's great. There's also a similarity between the body of RJ in the basement and the scarecrow in, in the fact that it's a, almost a crucifixion. It kind is. Of, she's yes, creating the scarecrow so. again. I, I brought this up, and I, this, I don't really believe this, but I, I kind of wondered. Because if you watch X without seeing Pearl, I, I definitely think that it's... Uh, a line of thought you can go down and when rj the very first kill which is like an hour and over an hour in yeah so it's it's really about these characters it's more creepy than anything yeah there's nothing really violent that happens but when it, the violence happens it's it happens it goes 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 um but when rj is trying to leave and the old lady is there or pearl is there mm -hmm. and uh she's trying to get him to have sex to mm -hmm. fuck and he says no so if he would have said yes would she have killed him? Would would there be any killing happening that evening? Probably. But at the same time, you just got to wonder, would he have gotten away mm -hmm. if he went down that? I doubt it. I doubt it. I know, because then you've seen Pearl, and she just kills willy-nilly, especially people she has sex with. Um, I'm married! <laughs> <laughs> um, I would advise, just for my own personal... This is, again, not for the kiddos. Oh, my um, God, no. But I would advise, if you're going to watch these two i would watch pearl first it does make x a better movie i think if you start the way they released it they want you to go back and watch them both two times no one's except people like ryan and i who like love live for this shit no one has the time to fucking do a rewatch i get it start with pearl it's we'll get to it in the pearl episode but it's like a, a betty davis film with gore it's like a douglas cirk film and then that, that's what he actually Ty West said was he was you know mirroring the Douglas Cirque films and the, the same thing with the homages to Texas Chainsaw and I can't think of other films right now but like you know at least two other films from that time period of the 70s that X has and the look is the same I love that opening shot which isn't it the same shot of the farmhouse in Pearl mm -hmm. where it's it looks like it's in 4-3 aspect ratio because mm -hmm. it's going through the barn mm -hmm. am I right yeah Yep. They're both in there, and it just, it really sets a tone. Uh, 
Yeah, you can't watch one without the other and, and appreciate them truly. Even though when I saw X, I liked it the mm-hmm. first time without knowing, you know, seeing Pearl. I like it more now, but I will say that if, if you're... We were talking about the Child's Play remake the other night. If you have, like, a thing with feet, <laughs> as far as, like, don't... Like, I... It's it's hard for me to watch the one certain oh, scene in Home Alone every year. Or A Quiet Place. Or A Quiet Place. Like, don't put no nails in my feet. Do not put sharp objects near my feet. That is one of the most vulnerable places on the human body. Don't... Uh, there is foot... There's a nail that is stepped on. And then, of course, an eyeball that is pierced with a... But that first kill, when she just keeps stabbing, stabbing him, him over, yeah. oh my god, I, was, I had to look away. Yeah. I was like, this is this is too much. It's I a lot. Look. Yeah. It's a lot. And and I, that is that actor, the same actor from the Evil Dead remake? RJ? Yeah. Oh my god. Did he play the stoner guy? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I Maybe. think it is too. I think so. Because I think he also got something punctured his glasses in that. <laughs> like, this is the guy who gets his eyes kind of like stabbed No, in. I don't think so. You don't think so? Don't, do do a quick check. I'm going to do a quick check. While he checks, Mia Goth appreciation moment. Uh, between these two films, and I can't wait for Maxine, I said, wouldn't it blow your mind? Maxine has escaped this crime scene, and I don't know if the cops are going to chase her and see if she did all the killing or what. But she, we next meet her in Hollywood. Would it not be blow your mind territory if at the end of the film she's finally getting to star in a film and it's a script that maybe she helped pitch or write that is called Pearl? And then the Pearl movie is the movie that Maxine makes. I I think that would be a stroke of genius. Um, No, it wasn't. It wasn't the same actor, it just reminiscent. Yeah. Okay. Same long hair, same glasses. Okay. Well. Um, but yeah, and I mean, that would be fascinating if he did go down that road, but I... I don't think she's that kind of movie star. I think she's yeah. going to stick to... And I think Ty West has... I mean, it's going to be the 80s, mm-hmm. so maybe a little more slashery. Yeah. I don't know. Still a lot of cocaine. What does she say that is the mantra that she says, I will not accept a life that I do not choose? Yeah. Something like that, which is exactly what Pearl did. Mm -hmm. She accepted a life that she did not choose. Mm -hmm. And you find out that Maxine is the daughter of the preacher who's on the TV. At the very beginning. Yeah, and and at the end. And at the end, yes. uh, Where he starts talking about his daughter who's fallen in with the wrong crowd and shows the photo. Yeah, of a young... A young Mia Goth as Maxine. So I think that we've hit everything with, with X uh, in this mini so The performances are great. My, one of my favorite uh, sequences, and it's a, just a, you know, uh, not even something that probably people think of, but is when Kid Cudi uh, is going His in. dong silhouette his in the doorway. No, that's not it. That's hysterical, though. Like <laughs> He's so standing funny. in silhouette, and you see this just tremendous... I forgot how funny the movie actually is. Uh, there are moments. Uh, when he is looking... When the flashlight, and then they're in the swamp yeah. together, and he goes and he's going in, and he goes into the water, he's looking for the old guy. That is a very tension-filled... Because you know there's a gator out there, mm-hmm. and you're afraid that he's going to get eaten by the gator. Then he comes up, and that's a great jump scare... And the and the old man is there, and then he shoots him. <laughs> it's just it's just so funny. It builds all this tension that he was going to die by this gator. It's a red herring. 
There is a, an alligator, we've mentioned it a few times without discussing it, that factors more into Pearl. It does factor into this as well because it kills Brittany Snow. Also, another wonderful performance. Oh, Brittany wonderful. Snow, who you may know from Hairspray or nameless other films. Um, she did a great film that was like a one-shot, uh, done like a one-shot, with uh, called Bushwick. What is Bushwick about? Uh if I remember correctly, it's a riot or the the city basically gets uh, run over. It's not science fiction, but it's it's it feels dystopian. It was a long time that I watched it, but just the 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 all of these one shot movies that come out, you know, some of them are good, some of them are bad. But this was, uh, I think, a, a fairly well done directed video. Everyone, the cast is great. Jenna Ortega was like on the verge of superstardom, right? Um, she had possibly already done Scream or um, I, I commented on the fact that I was surprised that she was in such a small part but was it like a little bit of stunt casting because she was the kind of like virgin girl not really but like the most innocent and maybe a bigger star than Mia, so they yeah, wanted so, you to think that she was the final girl. On IMDb, they have Scream listed before X, so I think they came out. They both came out in same 2022, year. same year. So yeah, I mean that's that's when Jenna Ortega started to be ascending. Yeah, yeah, because then I mean Wednesday, Scream yeah. Six came out, and then I mean, Wednesday came out around the same time Wednesday came out. Like yeah, whoever her uh, PR people are, good good. <laughs> Pay them more. Yeah, she's she's just going to keep getting more famous. But at any rate... Yeah, Mia Goth, just freaking love her. I'm going to follow her the rest of her career. We both watched Infinity Pool. She's great in that. Great, wonderful. Um, and um, Martin Henderson, I want to give a shout-out to him again. Great performance. You literally feel like he's been plucked out of a 70s movie and put into this. Like, he just... I think he really sets the tone Uh for the time period absolutely yeah. all right well this has been x with Stephen and ryan on the connor and smith show and hashtag x on twitter x or <laughs> so when people tweet now is it they x now so is it an excretion i think it is oh god i think it is it's getting seedier by the day all oh. right bye bye Thanks so much for listening to our spooky season extra episodes. Um, I'm going to give as many of these to you as I can fit in my day. As you can imagine, uh, October through December gets super busy for Connor and Smith here at the Connor and Smith headquarters with all of our shows being done every year between <laughs> October and December. But if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. Um, that's Connor with an ER. You can find us on social media. We have a YouTube page. Are you subscribed? Click on it. It is Connor and Smith. I know that there's like a country musician, Connor Smith, but Connor and Smith musicals usually finds us. You can find us on Instagram. Please sign up for our Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter and Connor and Smith are on Facebook. But again, look for the ER, not the OR. Um, you can become a Patreon supporter of Connor and Smith. Um, that gets you lots of behind the scenes special access videos uh, of our concerts, different things. You get a, a live video update. Well, it's not live, it's taped. Video update once a month. Um, 
Uh, you get the newsletter every month. You get little like magnets and fun stuff like that. So check that out. Become a Patreon supporter. We really appreciate you, all of you who do. Um, that's all for now. Uh, we'll catch you on the next Spooky Season Extra episode. Bye-bye. Thank you.